Good evening, folks. This is Jay from Jay Talk. And of course, we have our wonderful co host, Mr. Barefoot himself, Nick from the Nick Job. How do you know I'm barefoot? Uh, I don't know about today, but you know, you used to do barefoot wash skin. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Very true. Very, very true. <laughs> yeah. And since, you know, in honor of your event last week, I wanted to. Uh, Bring up barefoot water skiing. Oh well, there you go. So, just to give everybody, hold on, hold on go a ahead. second. All right. Just to give you everybody an idea, today is going to be off the cuff. So it's going to be random. You like it? Great. You don't? Great. We've been busy for I don't know how many days. We haven't had a chance to talk, so this is it. <laughs> yeah, there like, you go. Exactly. So you you're welcome to join in our conversation. You can yell at us all you want, even though we can't hear you. But there you go. Welcome to our if you home. Send us an email. We'll hear you. Yeah, there you go. But welcome to our home. There you go. So come on in. Yeah, there you go. Keep so, the light on for you. Who the hell said that? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny too. I just gotta say this. I actually go to start the show and I literally go, get it. I start coughing and I had to go grab a drink. So that just tells you what kind of day it's it's pretty funny. And I'm cough I'm laughing and then I start coughing. So we had to like stop everything and start back over again cuz it was taking it took way too long for us to get our <laughs> get our bearings. Yes. So you were going to go you were going to say something since we were on the water skiing thing. Sorry. Yeah. So no, I don't want to get started on talking about all that until I found out how your day was and you know, we got big plans this weekend and Things like that before we got into that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, for me, it's just busy. You know, it's, it's, you would think we're winding down, you know, for the holidays, but it just seems like the projects seem to be getting crazy at work. Personally, you know, it, it's our time of the year. Um, me and the kids really love RenFest, and, you know, we're kind of excited about that. And, you know, so that's always really good. I don't know. I'm loving the weather. Finally getting some chilly weather. Oh, my goodness. How can you not love this weather? I know, right? It's a little too chilly for motorcycle riding, but it's beautiful, beautiful weather. So, and I will, I do want to throw a last note, a shout out. Astros are back in the World Series. Yep, they are. So, if yes, all, all you non-sports fans, there you go. That's your one plug. <laughs> <laughs> That would be me. <laughs> I know, I know. No, but it's it's still kind of cool because, I mean, what, three times in the last, you know, what, five years, six years? Yep. That That's pretty good, you know, so, I, you know. And they're not doing the trash can thing. No, they're not. Whatever the hell. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, no trash can so, yeah, no, this is legitimately, yeah, they're they're doing really good. I'm I'm very proud of them. Yeah. See, and that's really sad because they probably didn't even have to pull off that trash can garbage to win. No, no, I mean, right. I don't even. I, I've only heard bits and pieces about all that. I don't really know exactly what happened or who did what or blah blah blah. Well, but and, and here's and, the other thing: they were the best team on the road, and they couldn't do it on the road. Oh right, yeah. So it's like you know, it's not like it was easy. So yeah, no, there, there's a lot of they admitted to it. Okay, don't get me wrong; they they knew they did wrong. Okay. But, yeah, I, I'm just glad that they moved on and they are proving they are still a 
really great team yep. without all this crap. Now they're going to still be the haters who are still hating them for what happened, but they would have never got this far if it, you know. Right. Yeah. But here's going to be haters, here's yeah. the whole thing, folks. I don't care who what you say. Just because the Astros got caught and they admitted to it, every team does it. Everybody knows they do it. So there's no way. I mean, think about this. The catcher has certain signals with certain pitchers, right? Yeah. He would have to change those signals every game because somebody's got a camera yep. that can see, you know, right. a knack, right? You know, at a 500 yards. Right. So yeah, there's no way that they're keeping the same signals number ones. And if they are there, there's, I mean, there's, there's always got to be a way to one up it. Right. Well, and, and the funny thing is, is if you listen to them, they'll tell you some of the players actually read one of the pitchers had the certain thing he would do before a certain pitch, a certain body a movement. Yeah. And it, and his body told them what he was going to do. He didn't realize it. They figured it out, and they just capitalized on it. That, you think the pitching coach would have said something? He would have caught it. I know, right? That's his job, isn't right, it? Exactly. That's not the fault of the players who were batting against him. They just played the system. That's, you know, that's what card players do. Right. Exactly. So well, you know, if you have a tell, you're done for. You know, I, I'm upset they they cheated. I'm upset they got caught. But I'm not going to be that angry because I know every other damn team does it. Let's move oh, on. Yeah. You know, let, let's just move on. And they're back in, and I'm happy for them. Right. So, so when does all that start? It's soon, Friday right? night. Friday night. Friday night's the first game. And who are they playing? Philadelphia. So it shows you how much I pay attention. Well, this is going to be the crazy thing. They're playing Philadelphia in the World Series, and the Texans turn around and play Philadelphia on Thursday night football next week. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's going to be Philadelphia, 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 Philadelphia. No, sorry, go ahead. So there's going to be a double ass whooping next week. Well, we hope so. <laughs> right? We hope so. Texans aren't whatever. doing that good, so I think they're pretty much going to get their butt kicked. So. Well, is Philadelphia's football team good? Better than the Texans. Well, <laughs> we got to beat the odds on this one. Then, right? I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> We'll we'll take a beating on the Texas side if we can get the win on the Astros side. How about that? I'll, I'll take the World Series over one football game any day. <laughs> so. so so how much bitching are they going to do if they leave the roof open on a good night or close? Uh, the I don't even know. Yeah, that? Not, yeah, no. On I know. really I know. <laughs> Home advantage. They want the roof open. It stays open. Right. That's just superstitious, and I know all base players. Baseball players have superstitions, like wearing the same pair of socks every game for a hundred and whatever games. Yes, exactly. Never washing them. Think you know, silly crap like right, that. Right, right. Same jock strap, same whatever. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know. I know. No, it's pretty funny, so. but the, but you know, kudos out to the Astros. They are back in the World Series, and I'm I'm happy for them. So. It's good, you know, money in, money in Texas's pocket. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, and just you know some, you know, um, bragging well, three rights. Out of seven, four out of seven, they're going to play here four in Texas. Of, four out of seven, they play here. Four out of seven, they're going to play here in Texas. So that's you know, four of the nosebleed seats for two hundred and fifty bucks. For, <laughs> you know, for, for the that. 
<laughs> it's ridiculous. People are going to pay a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks for nosebleed. I know. Just to say, I was at the World Series. Well, because it's a bucket list item. That's the whole thing. It's a bucket list item for a lot of people. You know. So and you know, up until 2017, the Astros had only been to the World Series, I think, tw- once or twice. Once in 2005. And I don't know if they've ever been before that. And we lost to the White Sox then. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. But you know, there's, <clears throat> excuse me, there are five gentlemen that I heard a story about. And these guys are like in their 80s and 90s. Right. That have been to the last 20 or 30 World Series. Okay. And they knew. They knew, you know, the baseball federation, whoever the head honchos are. Right. So the head honchos always made sure that those five guys had tickets. Right. Now, they had they had to pay for them and fly out and get hotels and do all that. Right. But wherever the games were, they were at all seven games for like the last 20 or 30 or 40. It's, it's like ridiculous. Right. So how cool would that be to go to every World Series, every game for the last... 20 years? Yeah, no, that is pretty insane. I- I'll agree yeah. with you. That- that's pretty cool. So. Bet you their wives are pissed off. They're probably all single if they're doing that kind of shit. No, they're not. <laughs> their wives are off at a quilting People weekend. At, at, at that age, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And real relationships work. I'm yeah, not exactly. Man beat the woman, or the woman's that barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen, but they knew how to work on a relationship. I know. Yes. Good, bad, or indifferent. They weren't just, oh, screw it, let's get a divorce. I know. But I'm going to take half your shit. You know, they're not. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you. We're done. Yeah. Figure it out. If you're mad at me, get over it. If I'm mad at you, I'll get over it. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If we can't communicate, well, that's the bad part, but you're still not leaving. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I tried to do that in my marriage. It didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So, luck to the Strohs. Yeah. Kudos to the Strohs. So, but yeah, other than that, I'm looking forward to this weekend, dude. I, I, you know, my day, good, bad, or ugly, doesn't really matter because I am going to have a blast this weekend. I am so going to be right there with you. Right. So a shout out to all our friends, Elise, Paul, Matt, Nick, who's coming, all going to RenFest with me this year, and we are going to have a blast. And if you're not there, you're missing out. And Jay's making me be at his house, which is 45 minutes away. I have to be there at 7.30 on a Saturday morning. Whatever. Good Lord in heaven. I know. I know. It's not even a work week. It's, it's, it's a Saturday. I know, and I get up at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> you hey. know, I do my best on Saturdays and Sundays to try to sleep until 7.30. I know. I, okay, here's I the whole thing. I can't do it. You know, I'm going to drive so you get an hour extra sleep while you sit in the back. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring a pillow with me now. There now you go. Know... See, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, nothing wrong with that. You know, Eddie on. and Matt are going to meet us there. Who? Eddie, Ed, and no, Paul gonna... and Matt. I'm sorry, Paul. Yeah. And Matt are going to meet us there. Yep. And then me, you, and Elise are going to, okay. Yeah. Got it. And Elise only lives five minutes from your house. So, she can get up and take her time and have coffee and not leave until five, 7.25. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Maybe 10 minutes. But, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so. 
That's all right. Well, how long does it take to get from your house to Renfest? Hour and five. Hour and ten. So yeah, that's a good hour and a half from here. Yes. Yeah. Just so, because once I hit the highways, I can cut off time, but it's still right. Yeah. Another thirty miles longer. Right. So, but the beauty of it is, is yeah, you can sleep while I'm driving that hour. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, other than that. I'll be awake at that point. Yeah, I know, I know. But I'm really excited, you know? It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, you know, I'm really excited to see the new um, pirate show, you know, in the new pirate pub. Yeah, really excited to see that. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We didn't even get to see a lot when we were there last time. No, we did a few things, but yeah. But, you know, you had somebody dragging you, wanted to leave early, and, you know. I'm not going to do that this time. <laughs> I could say that now. It's, she's no longer around, oh, you know. But, you could have said that even if we were still together. I, yeah. I know, but you know what I mean. I'm trying to be respectful. And so, gotcha. yeah, she's no longer around. I don't have to be respectful to her anymore. <laughs> well, she wasn't respectful in the beginning or the end. So, uh, it didn't matter, good point. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, no, that's pretty. But yeah, no, other than that, yeah, I don't have somebody going to make fun of me and my humpback. So you're going to wear your backpack and your cloak? Hell yeah. All right, then. Why wouldn't I? Why don't you get you a fanny pack? No. Why? No. Why? Now, now if somebody buys me a nice leather pouch that I can wear on a belt, okay, I'll, I'll get rid of the backpack. But I can't afford that right now. That's oh, a work. I, I, I'm working towards that. I'm not there yet. It's really good, too, because the ones that are really sturdy. Yeah. They support your lower back if you tighten them up or, you know, right, exactly. outside of your belt. Right. So you can have a coin pouch that you can have, you know, like your wallet and keys in. And then you can also have one that's a little bigger to carry around other stuff. The yeah, one, oh yeah. The one thing I'm looking at is I want to get one of those mugs. They're wooden mugs, but they're treated to where they're very durable and you can run them through a dishwasher. But they actually have a leather clip that you can clip onto your belt. So you can literally hang it there the whole time while you're walking around. Just unclip it, put your drink over in it, drink it, clip it, it back, back again. Yeah. Oh, now I want one of those too. I didn't see? even know they had it. Yeah, see. And I even looked in all the shops the last time we were there. I know. I guess it's one of those things you have to go several times before you there, really get the grasp of everything. Right. We didn't see half of what we wanted to see last time. And we were we weren't rushing, rushing. But we were going in and, you know, yes. we were like, I bought on everything really quick yeah. instead of taking our time to, you know. Right, right. So, but yeah, no, that's kind of one of the things. I want to get a belt and I want to get one of those clips, get me a mug. That's kind of one of those things I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to. That's going to be my next piece. So, so when, when you walk in, the ladies will say something to you. What do they say? Good day, my lord. And you say? Good day, my lady. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm covered again because I didn't know that until after about three or four times somebody said that. And then I heard you respond. So I'm like, oh, oh, we got to do that. Yeah. Well, you got to get in character somewhat. I mean, you may not be dressed for it, but it doesn't mean you can't talk. Get in character oh, a little I'm bit. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of going, sup, lady. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come on. That's boring. You know? Exactly. Well, that's today's, you know. I, I know. So, I know. Sup. Sup. So, so. Anyway. But yeah, no, good day. Yeah, I can't. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. No, it, it's, it is. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to, you know, hit quite a few things. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, we're, we got, Elise has never been, and Matt's never been, 
So we got a couple of newbies. So I'm right. excited about that. That's always a lot of fun to see the newbies response. Elise is like, I'm the only girl that's going. I'm like, you ought to be happy. You'll get all the attention. And she goes, I'm going to get it all anyway. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. this attitude. <laughs> Cool. That was pretty funny though. That was a great cutback. Yeah. So yeah. that was perfect because it caught me off guard. I'm like, what? Oh, you go, little lady. Yeah, you got yeah, exactly. That was good stuff. That was pretty funny. So gotta give her kudos. But it was funny because usually you can come back with some snappy retort or something. It left me speechless. I'm like, I can't beat that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, she called me out on it. Yeah, exactly. Called it out. I threw up the white flag after that. I'm like, I, you know, I should have done that. A white flag emoji. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Pretty, been pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, don't do not do the licking emoji. So. <laughs> <laughs> or the pile of shit emoji, or is that chocolate? Is that chocolate sherbet? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever. I know. <laughs> yeah, so we started looking at emojis, emojis and we strike okay i know this is what it's supposed to be but what can it be that would be a really hilarious so well everything else pops up if you start typing a word it automatically puts it in there for you why can't when you hover your finger over an emoji or hold on it it tells you what it is i know i know you know, sad, happy, yeah. you know, snarky, farty, I, belchy, squeezy, whatever. You I, know? Didn't, I didn't I didn't take Egyptian in class, man. Cause, I didn't either. Yeah, ancient ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics, you know, that's basically what it is. <laughs> we're, we're going backwards. Think, so anyway, I go guess ahead. we ought to Google names of emojis, and I'm sure we'd get pages and pages and millions of pages that tell me what they are. Yeah. Yeah. I've probably sent an emoji thinking it was a sad face and it was a up yours face. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So if they knew what we were talking about, then I was in trouble. I, I didn't get any kickback. So they obviously thought I was saying sad. You know, whatever. Yeah, so, yeah whatever you meant. Exactly. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. Renfest, you know, folks, you know, um, October, uh, November 12th, got the walk coming up. Yep. Got to do times. the walk. Got to do the walk. I will be there early. I will be there before time. <laughs> Another one of those that's on the north side of Houston, and I'm on the southeast side of Houston. So, yeah, he'll, he'll get there when he gets there. Great. Yeah. No, I'm, remember, I'm working this year. That's right. So, so the thing starts at like what? Eight, nine? Nine o'clock. Yeah. So, see, I'll be there about eight, eight thirty. I'll be there at seven. That one, I don't mind getting up early. I know, I know. That's supposed to be an evening thing where you stroll out of bed at 10, you leave at noon, you get there at 1 o'clock, start drinking, yeah, but see, stumble but, to your car and take a nap, drive home at midnight. But it closes at 7. Well, stumble back to your car, take a nap, <laughs> okay. wake up at midnight, drive home. <laughs> okay. A five-hour little nappy <laughs> poop. Fair enough. Okay. That's what a good alcoholic would do. Yeah, I, don't I know. know. Yeah, no, no. But see, that's my problem is, is then I miss out on the, the full metal armor. So at noon. Yeah, no, I don't want to miss that. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. That, we'll get there at noon. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Leave at 10, get there just in time to see the full metal armor fights. Okay. Slosh by five, leave by seven, <laughs> take a nap, <laughs> get don't, up, go on. Don't forget to buy your aunt a bottle of the mead. Oh, that blueberry mead. Right? Yeah, or the blackberry. Yeah, blueberry or blackberry. blackberry? Yeah. 
Yeah, they they have both, but try, basically uh, pick I one. I don't remember which one it was, so I have to get one of each. Yeah, there you go. Things were expensive though, weren't they? Were like forty five bucks, forty seven dollars a bottle. Yeah, see. Yeah, but it was good. No, it was good, but yeah, but yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. You know, make sure you give you know your aunt. I know she loved it last year, so. Yeah, she did. Yeah, so. <laughs> she's she's in her eighties. I know. <laughs> And she loved the bottle. She kept the bottle. So, you know, she'll love the bottle again. You know, there you go. So. Get her okay, so last week I had a huge scratch off on the bucket list that I never really had on my bucket list, but it turned out to be one of the most amazing things in my life. Okay. By far most amazing thing. So for those of you who don't know, I used to be a water skier, professional water skier for SeaWorld. Well, before that, if you lived around here in Texas, I skied at Sea-Arama Marine World in Galveston Island while I was going through high school. Right. <clears throat> in 1983, they opened up the first ski show in Europe, in Germany, in a little town called Hoslock, and the park was called Holiday Park. Somehow or another... Uh, the girl that I was dating at the time, I got a water ski magazine and it had an article in there saying wanted skiers to ski in Europe. So I called the number on my dial phone. <laughs> okay. In the old days. Yeah, exactly. It, on my dial phone, 1-800, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Talked to the guy. We had a little interview. Called me back a couple of days later, had another little interview, and they hired me to go to Europe. Okay. So... Long story short, I get on a plane, I don't know anybody, I get over there, and I ski on a lake that they had just made, and a stand they had just made, and I was the first person to ski on that lake ever. Okay. And the first run that they wanted to do was a barefoot run, and I did it. Good for you. So, that was one, it was an amazing summer. I mean, right. meeting the German people, living in Germany for eight months, a whole bit. Well, there was one kid, and I'm I'm preluding this up. It's a little bit of a long story, but you got to hear it. No, no, no. So, He's told me some of this, folks. You, yeah, this is a great story. Come on, stick yeah, around. I'm giving you a little bit more detail now. So yeah. the, the park opens up. The ski show starts. <clears throat> and just like here in America, you can buy your kids season passes. Well, this little 10-year-old kid's parents bought him season passes, and he came straight to the ski stadium. Kid couldn't speak a lick of English. He learned by hanging out with us. Okay. And of course, that first year he was young. So we let him ride in the boat every once in a while, but we never taught him skiing or stuff like that. Now, this 10 year old kid has gone every year since 1983. Even today, he still goes to the park, not quite as often, of course, but he still goes to the water ski show, even up until this date today. So this weekend, <clears throat> down in Winter Haven, Florida, the International World Water Skiing Federation had their World Water Ski Tournament. Right. And it's ski clubs from all over the world, Australia, uh, Switzerland, uh, Belgium, um, Europe, I mean, uh, England, France, I yeah. mean, all over. All I, over, I can't, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so... They're planning this big world water show tournament in, in Winter Haven, and it used to be called Cypress Gardens. Now it's called Legoland. 
Okay. Right. But the lake, the stadiums and all are still there. And if anybody's friends with me on Facebook, I posted a, a few pictures and a video when we were there. So in the midst of all that, SeaWorld decides they're going to have a reunion party Tuesday night. Wednesday night is opening ceremonies. Thursday, they start skiing, and they're doing individual tournaments, like jumping tournaments, swivel tournaments, barefoot tournaments on Thursday. Friday morning, 8 a.m., they started the shows. Right. So they ran through Friday, Saturday, and a little bit of Sunday. Right. I think. So our schedules got so bound up, I didn't get a chance to stay for the whole thing. But the Tuesday night party, suit and tie, there were almost 400 people there. All the ski clubs were invited. So right. most of the people who ran the ski, not the whole team, but most of the people who ran the shows right. were there. Right. As many as many water skiers from SeaWorld and Cypress Gardens for years and years and years. I mean, right. you know, I was figuring walking in there and I was going to be average age at 59, right? And pretty much there were people there that were in their 80s that are still kicking and talking and laughing, cutting up. So that night, you know, nice dinner, the whole bit, you know, suit and tie event. They had a bunch of skits on stage and showed a bunch of pictures of everybody. And I got to run into people I haven't seen in 20, 30 years. Which is always good. So it's always good. And I mean, everybody's happy to see everybody. And right. even if there was drama back in the day, nobody cares, you know, it's right. it was so long ago. It's like, oh my God, you see somebody from across the room and even at 60, we're hobbling, running, trying to run towards each other to hug or whatever. You know? so it really wasn't that bad. I mean, everybody there was pretty healthy. Even the 80-year-olds were still in pretty good shape. There were a couple people that were, you know, have bouts with cancer or stuff like that. So they're kind of struggling through that. But not as much as you would think, you right. know. So that was a most amazing night, running into all those people and talking and of course, they all left and went to the bars afterward, and I we didn't. We went back to the house and you know just chilled out and visited with a couple of friends, and that was it. Now Wednesday night, right? One of the couples that I skied with in Germany in 1983 decided they were going to have a 1983 only party Wednesday night after the opening ceremonies. So anybody that came into town that skied in Germany in 1983 was to go over to Dave and Polly's house. Nice. So I thought, I'm definitely going to that. Well, I ran into a guy named Tom Christ who I skied with in 83, and we just got to talking. And the next thing you know, he's like, hey, I'll pick you up tomorrow night. We'll go to the opening ceremonies, and then we'll go to Dave and Polly's. No problem. So we're out there, and we're visiting and meeting, and we're just having a good old time, watch the opening ceremonies. We left, walked into the house, and he had changed the venue. It wasn't just 1983 people. It was anybody who skied in Germany ever. Nice. So people are starting to come in that I haven't seen. And of course, Dave and Polly, we're friends on Facebook, but we haven't seen each other because we don't like hang out and hang out, right? Right, right. <clears throat> beautiful home right on a lake, you know, got a boat and a dock in the back. I mean, it's beautiful. We get there and we start talking, <clears throat> excuse me, and people start coming in, start coming in, start coming in. This young lady comes walking in and we start talking to her and she says, hi, my name's so-and-so and I skied in Germany and I want to say 2012. Oh. 
Okay. Like recently. Right. Like, you know, like the show was still going on back then. And she was in her early 30s, maybe. Right. So all of us are like, oh my God, what's the, you know, we all just bombarded her with questions. What's the place look like now? This is what happened. How was the lake? Blah, blah, blah. Did this happen to you? But, you know, so that was great. So I'm in the back of the house and I could see the front door. And I hear a knock on the door, and it's we didn't have loud music playing or anything like that. Everybody's just kind of coupled off talking and then just hopping from, from one little group to another, chiming into conversations, having a great time. Knock on the door, the door opens, and I hear this scream, this absolute scream. And I see Dave, uh, Dave and Polly, it's Dave's house. Right. I see him get bear-hugged, picked up off the ground. Now, Dave's no slouch. Dave's still... He's probably 5'10", 5'11". He still works out hard. Got, you know, he's just a big guy, big right. muscular guy. And this guy picked him up like it was nothing. When I turned around, he had hugged three or four people at that point, whoever it was that walked in the door. Then he turned and looked, and he screamed and ran and bear-hugged me. It was that 10-year-old kid. Are you serious? Still lived in Germany, but he happened to be in Florida that week. For some unknown reason, he wasn't there for skiing. He was there for business purposes or something else. Oh, my gosh. And showed up at the house. That's a bucket list. Oh, my God. That's a to bucket see list. That, and he's he's in his 40s now, you know. Right. Exactly. And it was great. His English is very good now. I mean, okay. Very good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> compared to the way it was back then. But that was that, that was one of the pinnacle, I mean, I never thought I'd ever see the kid again. We're friends on Facebook, like I said, and we've bantered back and forth on Facebook about pictures or we've IM messengered each other. Right. But to see him 30 plus, how, how long has it been? Yeah. 40 exactly. years. Yeah. 83, 93. Yeah. 40 years. Yeah. That's insane. Wow. So, yeah, it was like overwhelming. I got there Tuesday morning, party Tuesday night, <clears throat> Wednesday. That Wednesday was open ceremonies, Wednesday night, and then I flew out Thursday. Right. And I'm mad that I should have stayed till Sunday so that I could have watched all the ski shows and all the fun stuff. Luckily, people were videoing it, and they were posting, posting it, it and sending stuff out. There were a couple of live feeds that I would chime in and look in every once in a while to see who's who's doing what, you know, that kind of thing. But right. Yes. Talk about an amazing, unbelievable gathering. That is pretty It'll good. Probably never happen again. Not, not <clears> to <throat> that level. What's the chances of the 10-year-old guy being at the next one, even if they did another one? I mean, that's right. just like insanely crazy. Well, I don't I don't know. I never really followed the International Water World Water Ski Show Federation. Right. I'm sure they have tournaments every year because it's a big deal. Right. But they're not going to have it in Legoland every year or, you know, in Winter Haven. Right. So next year it might be in Belgium, or next year it might be in Australia. Or next, you know. Didn't you say they also those... did stuff in Janesville, Wisconsin? Now Janesville, Wisconsin, is the biggest location for amateur show skiing. Oh, okay. So every year in Janesville, Wisconsin, probably, I want to say, and I, I'm probably totally wrong. Late August, early September. Okay. Maybe no, maybe late September because school starts and all that stuff. And we're talking, there could be five-year-old kids all the way up to, in the in the in the deals for, 
that, that happens in Janesville. Okay. And that's every year in the same place. Okay. We used to go up there and have a booth at SeaWorld to try to hire skiers. Oh. To do our think tanks and do our, our training. And when we have openings, we'd have a list of people that wanted to come down. Right. Oh, yeah. Most of the most of the people that I've met and known for 40, 50 years, most of them are from Wisconsin, Michigan, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio. <laughs> Those people, because they get, they it snows up there, so they can't ski in the wintertime. Right. You know, I've always been here in Texas or in Florida, so I can ski pretty much year-round. So it becomes monotonous. When you can't do it for three or four months, just take whatever hobby you have. Yeah. And do it for four, five, six months, and then you can't do it for three or four months or five months. Exactly. You know, then when you're done, you're gnawing at the bit, and you've tried everything to think, how am I going to do this trick, or how am I going to make that jump, or how am I going to learn how to barefoot, you know? Yeah, and you do everything you can do on land that you should do anyway, but you have more time to do it. Right, cabin fever sets in. Oh, cabin fever sets in bad. When I learned how to do gainers off of the ramp, they, the guy looked at me. His name was Randy Messer, most amazing man ever. He looked at me. He says, "Nick, you ready to start doing gainers and flips?" And I said, "Yeah." He goes, "I want you to start learning how to do standing backflips." I said, "Okay." That's what I did. Standing backflips. Just stand there, jump up, do a backflip, land on my feet. Right. Took me about three or four tries, and then I would do 30 or 40 of them a day. A day to get that feeling of how to flip my head back and do all the stuff. Right. I would go home from a bar drunk at night and throw a standing backflip in the parking lot. (laughs) That's how bad I wanted to do it. And then he goes, all right, Nick, let me see you do 10 in a row. Boom, 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 boom. I did all 10 in a row. And then he said, all right, take you out to the ramp. So he took me. <laughs> of course, the first time I went over the ramp, I was afraid to hit my head on the jump, so I didn't even flip. I just did some goofy thing and crashed in the water. <laughs> so the next couple times, I made three-quarters of a turn, three-quarters of a turn. After about 10 or 15 times, I landed one. Of course, having a good boat driver helps you yeah. with that. You know, yeah, It exactly. can take slack in the rope, or they can keep your rope tight, whatever they need to do. So, right. But yeah. So they don't have that opportunity to be able to ski year-round. So they're gnawing at the bit. Those shows are once-a-year kind of things. Yeah. They'll have 60, 70 people behind a boat doing four and five wide five-tier pyramids. Right. That's just like world record capability. You know, how many barefooters have they ever had behind one boat? It's over 100. Nice. Believe that? That's insane. Yeah, I got into a world record way back then of 11 back barefooters behind one boat, but didn't even last three weeks. Somebody beat it by like 20 right. because they learned how to put booms longer on either side of the boat and all that drama. Right, right, right. So, yeah. What? I mean. Sorry, I'm yawning. Go ahead. I know. Right? <laughs> it won't get any better than that weekend. It that's... just, it was amazing. I'm glad, man. See, that's. Yeah, I thought it was. You know, and that's that's the whole thing. It's living life. And you so you lived it when you were younger and you're still living it today. And you know what? You make those connections with people that are what I would call irreplaceable. Yes. You know, because like you said, everybody has disagreements, everybody has arguments, but at this age 
it really seems like nothing if you look back. It's like, oh, that was silly. Why did we even argue over that? And it is because there were people that I butted heads with. I mean, we all butt heads with somebody or, you know, we're not like super close friends, friends or whatever. Exactly. And those people now are the ones I'm closer with when I see them than we were when we actually worked together. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So I, there were people that I've seen, there were ladies that I've dated that it ended very badly and we're not friends on Facebook that we saw each other from across the room and it was a hug, right. you know? Right. So, so yeah, they, you know, it's just a whole different, it's just like a, you know, I went to my 40th high school reunion because I graduated in 81. So I went to my 40th high school reunion and it was like, we were all back hanging out, you know? Right. So love that kind of stuff. Right. I have not been to a high school reunion. You know, and I did the same thing. I didn't go to 10. I didn't go to 15. I didn't go to 20. My yeah. school has it every five years. Okay. And I didn't go. And then finally, one of my friends, Karen Van Etten, called me up and she said, I'm going to this thing and I already bought you tickets and I got you a hotel room. You're going. <laughs> okay. I know where you live. If I have to. Drag your ass, yeah. And I'll drag your ass down there. I'm like, fine, fine, fine. One of the best nights I ever had. That's you know? good, yeah. So don't, if you, if you, anybody ever listens to this and they don't go to those things because they think, oh, what a shitty whatever, skip it. Nobody cares anymore. I mean, honestly, I didn't care about all the drama that happened back in high school or happened back when I was skiing at SeaWorld or in Germany or Jersey or right. Tennessee or Australia or Japan. And anywhere I skied, we had drama, of yeah. course. Yeah. You know, I, some guy pissed me off. I pissed him off. Or some girl, you know, right. I dropped some girl in the water when she just did her hair and she hated my guts. I mean, it happens. Right. You know, it, it happens. But nobody cares at that point. Everybody, especially at this party, went to Tuesday night. You know, everybody's 50, 60, 70s, 80 years old. Right. These people are happy they're walking into the party. Yeah, <laughs> listen to you. <laughs> no? I That's mean, funny. literally, everybody's, <laughs> what, what vitamins are you taking this week? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's funny. <laughs> we don't sleep anymore, and I'm overweight, and, you know, all those crazy things. So, so I, I do have to ask you, because this may be something to look forward to for people. You said there was somebody that wanted to come on and do a podcast. I, uh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> so in 1986, I was skiing in New Jersey. Jersey. And I met a guy and actually roomed with him. His name's Keith Bobian. Oh, okay. And this guy's got, he literally was working. One of the hardest things to do in like Detroit and where they make cars. Right. To get a job. Making cars. Okay. That's what everybody up there wants to do. Right. Because the... Uh, Keith? Go ahead, what? I was going to say, because you can get on with the union. Well, even still. Right. Trying to get on, get a job right. in the car manufacturing business where they make, you know, Ford, GM, right. all those up there, it's damn near impossible because 500 people are jumping for one job kind right. of thing. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. Keith was one of those guys that got a job working for, I think he was working for Chrysler or something like that. Okay. And they have a program where you can um, take a leave of absence for three to six months a year 
if you so choose to, like to go back to college or whatever. Right. So he decided one day he wanted to ski, so he took a leave of absence, and he skied that summer in 1986. He went back to the job for six months, saved up every penny he could, quit his job, and he'd been skiing ever since. Dang. And when his money ran out or whatever, he, after skiing, you know, he lived on skiing. And then, you know, he hopped around the world doing ski shows. He lived down in Panama, did construction work, did anything he could, as long as that boy could continue skiing. Right. He loved it that much. Now he's in his mid-60s. Okay. And the boy's got a wash washboard stomach, and, I mean, he's in great shape because he skis damn near every day. Right. Nice. Even if it's not as hardcore as he did 20, 30 years ago, he still gets out on the water as often as he possibly can, which means three and four or five times a week. It's like right. my mother playing golf. She's going to play at least three times a week. Right. And she's 80, right? But, but Yeah, but he wanted to talk about nostalgia items or something. There was a story you were telling me that he was like, there was something that triggered some conversation or something like that. Yeah, and I'm drawing a blank. Okay. Okay. I'm absolutely drawing a blank about what we talked about, but I guarantee if I reached out to him right now, he'd go, oh, Nick, we need to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it was one of those things about how, and I'll, here it is, I'll give you a perfect example of what sparked this whole conversation. One of the things we had to do for years at SeaWorld, we had night shows right. that ran in the summertime for probably six or seven months. Right. So we skied our normal three or four or five, eight or ten ski shows during the day which is very taxing on your body. Then we had to do a night show. And there was a boat race that was kind of fake. There were six boats, and that was the one thing that I announced was a boat race. And, of course, it's all, you know, you divide the stadium up into three different colors and right. two of the boats, and they're fighting over each other, getting in the boats, and they race. Of course, they all three come across the finish line really close, and then you get the crowd involved. Who do you think when? Whoever's the loudest crowd, you know, stuff like that. Well, anyway, after the night show, we had to set the dock up before the next show for the next day. But we all had to stand out on the dock and watch fireworks. That's the story. <laughs> Every stinking night. <laughs> the reason we had to watch the fireworks is to make sure that none of the debris landed in the boats or on the dock or in, you know, in the stadium. So here we are, 30 skiers. Right. Standing out on the dock, watching the fireworks. <laughs> it probably you know, was they, good the first or second time, but after, like, you know, what oh, is at it? This yeah. point, uh, at this point, I've probably been skiing for 10 years. Yeah. And I was already sick of fireworks because wherever there's a water ski show. There's fireworks. There's fireworks. Exactly. Okay. So, and the night show just made it worse. So, we were all just like, oh, my God. I mean, we, it got to the point where we didn't even look up anymore. Right. You know, we weren't watching the fireworks. We were just listening to it and looking eye level around around the lake and at the boats and stuff to see if anything that was lit up fell in them. Right. As soon as the last one went boom, we were already walking out. It got to the point where we, we it, I don't want to say we hated it, but it was just like, okay, anything you do a lot yes. can becomes, I was a professional water skier. It became a job after a while. It yeah. wasn't as enjoyable as, hey, man, we're taking the boat out this Saturday with all the family and we're barbecuing. You know, that's exciting. But when you do it every day, it becomes a job. So it was a job. And we did. We hated the fireworks. Right. Hated it. 
And I was telling Keith that I'm like, remember how we used to just absolutely couldn't we would bitch about those fireworks. Now, when I went out to the opening ceremonies and I posted this 30 second video on my Facebook page, it still wasn't even dark yet. When those fireworks went off, when those see, I, it's choking me up. When the fireworks started going off, Jay, I literally started crying Good because I was I was I was excited. It rem, it brought back lots of memories. Yes, but I took it for granted. And I was telling Keith that, and that's what we were talking about is how we took so many things for granted. And now we're looking back going, oh, my God. Well, but I think one of the other things that you made a comment about was is think back to all the things that now when you experience them, they bring back an emotion that's tied to an event or bring back a, a feeling, a, a nostalgia or whatever. And I think that's what you were getting at, right? It's it's. We all have those. It's it's hard to explain. You just can't, you know. But yeah, like you said, you started to cry, didn't you? Say Keith started to choke up too. You know, it's he was yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I mean, we weren't like you know boohoo balling. No, but we had tears in our eyes because it was such an amazing event. Things were like you couldn't get it. It just was one of those things where it just couldn't get any better. Right. That particular portion of my life and all the memories that were flooding in when all that stuff was going on and running into people I haven't seen in 40 years and going, Oh my God, remember that time, blah, blah, blah. We were doing, you know, right. All those crazy stories. It just, it, it hit your emotions like you would not believe. And it was just amazing, amazing. And he's like, I want to come on your podcast and we need to do a conversation about that. And I'm like, well, we need to make it funny. I don't want, to have people balling and turn, you know, but yeah, it, it was, I think it would be awesome to get him on. So we got to get him on the show and talk about that. But I love that story. That's why the only reason I brought it up is because I love that story. It, it's the, the nostalgia of the moment, you know, and people, you forget about those moments. Like you said, it's like, you know, it, until you relive it, and then it's like, you know, you it, it's it's almost like a you don't even realize it's happening, and then all of a sudden it's on top of you, and you got this swirl of emotions, you got the swirl of you know excitement, a swirl of just everything all at once, and it's like crazy. And yeah, I mean, those emotions are hitting you. You know, in the water ski world, we drank. You know, we drank a lot. Right. And and there was a there was a cash bar at the at the Tuesday night party. Right. I probably bought three beers in the four hours I was there, and I had to throw them away because they got hot because I had forgotten that I was holding it in my hand. <laughs> you because you were so busy. Things, so our brains were just so flooded with the the love that we had back then and the things that we did and the stories that we forgot that somebody else says, Oh my God, Nick, remember when you were, you know? Yes. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot about that. But what about when you did? And he's like, Oh, you know, or, or she, whoever I was talking to. Exactly. And that's the way it was all night long. I couldn't even imagine taking six or seven of the people that I skied with for 20 years and sitting down around a campfire 
and literally look at all of them and go, okay, let's see who can one up the other. We would never sleep. No. It would never end. No. Remember that time you did, oh, no, no, no. Well, that's not as bad as when you did, you know? Yeah. And we would go on forever. Right. Forever. Right. Because there are so many stories and so many things. Now, the thing that really choked Keith up about that whole deal is he gave up his life. To join that life. smart enough to realize the memories that he would make skiing and water ski shows throughout his life. Right. He was smart way back when. And, of course, you know, we all got pissy about, oh, my God, I'm sick of fireworks. But we still got to experience it in a manner that nobody else has ever had. No, exactly. Exactly. So, Here, here's the whole thing. And he's probably not, he's not stopped experiencing fireworks if he's still. In the, oh, no, yeah. he won't. Yeah. He will absolutely not. I bet you that boy will still be back barefoot when he's 80. Yeah. So, and, and folks, this Saturday. We're going to try to stay at Renfist long enough to see the fireworks. <laughs> Are we? We're going to try. Okay. Do they fire? They wait till dark, though, right? Seven o'clock. When's daylight savings time? When I don't know. Coming up? I don't know. It's not this weekend. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I don't care. I don't either. I don't track it. So all, all, I, care, all I care is about Renfest, man. All I, I'm, I'm about hanging out with my friends and having fun. That's all I care about see? right now. In 10 years from now, when you and I are in wheelchairs carrying a cane, we're going to be beating each other going, remember that time we went to Rim Fest? Uh, you'll be in a wheelchair with a cane. I'm not <laughs> going to be. I'm going to be golfing three times a week. With my mother. Who's <laughs> <laughs> and kicking your ass for sure. Probably. Still. Exactly. <laughs> there well, you go. <laughs> I know. I know, but you know, but that's the funny thing about it, though. It's it's true, though. You know, I you got to have goals. I I want to play golf more. You know what? There you go. You know. Right. So so let me ask you this. Yes. You ever have any Astro World reunions? I didn't go to the last one. Jay Ramsey. Okay. Well. Go to the next one. Seriously, go to the I know, next one. I know. I know. But okay. But the the last one actually was at an inconvenient time for my life. So, and you know, I understand that and I get it. Particular, you know, past experiences withheld. But the only reason I'm coming at you is because I missed them and now I'm mad at myself for missing them. No, no, no. I know. So I, 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 I agree with you. That on, Jay, don't do that because I screwed up and did it. Right. And I don't want you to do this. You know what I mean? No, I agree. So, I agree. You know, there, I wanted to go to the last one. It actually, there it was. I had a justifiable reason why I couldn't make it. I did want to go. They did have limited space, so it, it was kind of one of these situations where I couldn't just, you know, go at the last minute if something suddenly changed. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, yeah it, it it is. I do. I actually have joined the group. I you know every once in a while post or respond to something, and then the whole Facebook channel group thing. So it's not like right. I'm completely unplugged from everything, but I oh, still talk to a couple of friends that I used to work with at, at Astroworld. So, I mean, yeah, it's sort of like you. You have those friends that are just, you don't always have to say anything, but sometimes it's, you know, at the right moment, they may call you or send you a message and, you know, like, hey, I, I noticed you're having a little trouble, you know, anything you need, you know, whatever. And so... Right. You know, or they're like, hey, dude, that was really cool, you know, uh, you know, and so, yeah. 
it, it's those are the kind of friends that are really key. But here's the funny thing, just for you. It's similar in the sense that some of my friends that used to work at Asheville, because it's closed, they moved on to other parks and other cities or states. A right. little more challenging. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. So well, see, it's funny. And I, I don't know why I never asked you this, but Astro had a ski show. I think we've talked about it once or twice. Yes. One of the guys that I ski with, Brent Benoist, yeah. um, skied at Astro World for a couple of summers, I think. Right. So I don't know if you ever hung no. out or met any of the skiers or any of that, but yeah. No, no, no. Because the first year I worked at, well, second year I worked at Astro World, first year I was too young. Um, to remember anything, and it was for a little bit of a summer. But the first real year that I can remember that I worked at Astroworld, they had actually drained the lake, and they used that for the spring break park. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, they had rock wall, uh, snow skiing. Um, they had a, uh, what is it, uh, you had the uh, big old sumo wrestler suits. You know, so they had all kinds. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it was KRBE. So there wasn't a TV show there when you worked there. No, no, no. And they had it was KRBE every day. You know, so yeah, it, it was yeah. No, they didn't have a ski show. And then they converted into a haunted house. And then yeah, so there was no. The lake was drained. It was all concrete. That was it. That was a good thing too, because that 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 little ski show destroyed more, more knees. Because the ramp was mounted into the ground. It had no give. Right. And, you know, it, it was small. It wasn't like that lake was very big at all. It was insanely small. There were metal bars sticking out four feet all around the inside of the lake. So if you lost control, you were going right into those bars. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. They wanted me to ski up there, and I think I did two shows, and I was I went over that ramp one time, and I was like, that's it. I mean, it shook my entire body. All ski ramps that I've ever been on my entire life, they float. Right. Now, they might have been 36 feet wide and however many feet long, but they float and they still give when you hit them. Right. This thing mounted on the ground, it didn't give. No. And then when they built the park, the SeaWorld in San Antonio, the first year, they mounted it in the ground and it was solid. Three guys had knee surgery and they they cut all the posts off and made it back a floater. Nice. Good for them. It'll kill you. It'll kill you. Yeah, I know. I know. It'll, it'll beat your body, your back, your knees, everything. It's just. I know. So. I, I, I do plan on going to my reunions. I, I do. Um, it's been a little crazy in my life. It, you can understand that. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I, I got to break out of, you know, it's uh, get all of the things behind me that have been, you know, and so, but I, I'm doing better every year. I'm better. That's I'm, right. We're all moving forward. Same here. Yes. Now's the time, you know, I've been divorced for 10 years. I'm still struggling financially because of the divorce. Right. But this is the year that I'm out of the gutter. I'm, I'm back doing the financial the way I should be doing it. Right. Know, not spending every penny that I make, every paycheck, and you know, right. Sometimes I'm only living on half my paycheck, and you know, my credit score is up over 800, and you know those kinds of things that you strive for. That when you get a divorce, they just kick you in the teeth. Yes. You know. Yeah. So why does it take 10 years? Uh, 
somebody can do it faster than that, I hope so. I don't know why it took me 10 years, but it did. Well, sometimes we still live life. You know, no. some people are a little more disciplined. They will sacrifice and sacrifice to get ahead faster. Some of us, we still need to be reminded why we're doing what we're doing. I'm not the disciplined one. I know. <laughs> I'm not either, so I'm just I'll saying. I'll start saving some money, and my buddy from Florida will go, hey, man, there's going to be a big party this weekend. Why don't you come on down? Okay. I mean, I like, I'm like, okay, not even 10 seconds after he said that. I know, exactly. Not like. Let me think about it. Let me check my finance. No. Okay. Okay. And then hop on the plane and go. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Oh, you can't pick me up at the airport? No problem. I'll rent a car. Yeah. You know? I know. So <laughs> there went that 1500 bucks. Yeah, but you know what? You live, you're living life. That, that is true. a key point, you know? I am happy, yes. Yes, you are living life, you know? And that's why RenFest is so nice for me because I don't go on vacations, you know? And... Right. Part of that is, is like you said, got forced. You're stuck with a lot of, you know, things that you just, yeah. So, you know, this May, June, things start getting better for me. And, you know, yep. so, but I, I go to RenFest because that's my release. That's my, you know, what kind of, I don't know, mental health recovery. It has been a long time since you've actually been on an out-of-state vacation, hasn't it? It has. Oh, wow, yeah. Now yes. that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, it has been quite a while. 2018. So, yeah, I was going to say five years. Yeah, 2018. So, yeah. Yeah, it's time for a vacation there, pork chop. I know. I know. Well, we'll do a mini one this Saturday. There we go. Exactly. We'll, See? we'll get started there. Yeah, exactly. So, Nick's buying around. He doesn't know it yet, but he. He does now. Yeah, but Paul and Matt are paying for us to get in, isn't he? Didn't no, he say he was No, he. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Elise and I were like, hell yeah. You know. Jay's like, no, you don't have to do that. Thanks anyway. Like, and then, yeah, yeah. You have Nick and Elise are like, Jay, shut, shut up. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You're funny. Hey, no, I did it. I had my time. I know. You, you know, did. I bought birthday dinner for you that one night because. I could. I just sold that property. I know. So I it made me feel good to do that that one time. Now I'm broke. Somebody fork over the cash. Yeah, there no, you I'm go. Kidding. Exactly. I'll step up. I'm gonna step up. Hey, buddy. <laughs> you buy the ticket. I'll buy the first round. Or eight round. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. You know that. So. Oh no, yeah, I love it. I'm I just. Know. I, I'm hoping Paul and Matt listen to this and start cracking up. That means they're going to pay me back if they listen to it before we go. Oh, yeah, that really will. Yeah, they're going to really give you All a hard right. time. They're, not, they're going to be sly about it. They're not going to say or do anything. And then when it comes up, oh, you know, I'm kind of thirsty. Let's go out and get us some meat or something like that. And Paul will just reach over and go, isn't this one on you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Busted. <Damn> <laughs> oh, you listened to the podcast, did you? <laughs> exactly. You couldn't wait till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, they're going to listen to it while they're driving up. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, it'll be, I can't wait. We're yeah. going to have a good time this week. We are. We are. But you know what? That's, that's what life's about. You know, yes. good times. Yep. You know, yep. moving forward with your life and having a great time. Try to see if I can't get Andrew to go one weekend with me. There you go. My son. I when think he would enjoy it. Boys. I know he would. Celtic Christmas. Celtic Christmas. I'm going to look it up and see if I can't get him to take that day off. Okay. It's a Saturday after Thanksgiving. 
Yeah, it usually works on Saturdays. So. Yeah, I know. That's the hard part. But that is, it's kind of a family thing for us. Like my brother goes, my niece goes. Right. Yeah, and this year we may have family from Louisiana come over and go. So, Oh, man, that'd be great. Yeah, see, we're talking like uh, my cousin, her two daughters live in Austin. And so they may come down and she may come over. And, you know, we may just have a good old time with a big family group. See, and the last time you saw those people was at a sad day. Yes. You know, passed away. So now maybe you could do it and they could all come down and be. Have a lot of great time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All that and you have that weight on your shoulders kind of thing. Right. See, and I'm thinking about, you know, hey, why don't everybody just come to my house? We have a big breakfast. We can leave from here, go up to Renfest and, you know, spend the day or whatever and. When you're tired, you're tired, you leave. If you're not, you're not. Stay, you know? There you go. Exactly. I was going to say, you ought to rent one of them big old buses that hold like 40 people. Just have everybody show up at your house, and we'll rent the bus and have the bus drive us up there and bring us home. Uh, that would be nice. It's maybe, too soon to do that now because, I mean, it's like, you know. Yeah, maybe if I won the lotto. <laughs> are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> it so is see, up it's to funny. The... We are at work. It, we're doing like the Powerball or the Mega Millions. I don't know. They Powerball. just go, Nick, it's time for you to put in. It was $610 million. Yeah. I don't know how much. It's it's high. Yeah, it's $600 million. So if it's $600 million, 10 people win it, you know, that's, so that's you, a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, you're only going to get 40% of that. Right. 40, it's more than that. It's, no, it's, you, it's only, you only get about 40%. No, they take 40%. Well. Off the top. So you get half, and then you get taxed. Yes, that's why I said if you're only going to see about forty percent. <laughs> yeah, if you if you, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, because I was going to say it's six hundred ten million. If you took, if you took it, you'd walk away with about four hundred and fifty thousand. I mean, four hundred fifty million. And then you got to pay this the government taxes. And you got, yeah. I don't know if you have. I don't know how that works, but yeah, I know. I'd still walk away with thirty, forty million. That would be plenty to live on for the rest of my life. Right. I'm pretty sure. Right at six hundred million, though, you're going to walk away with about two seventy-five. So divided by ten. Yeah, divided by ten. Twenty-seven million a piece. Yeah, twenty-seven and a half million. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Damn it! I know that's harsh. I would probably spend more than half of that on everybody that I love first. I could see that from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've got a friend that's going through really bad divorce. They can't get a divorce until they sell the house, and the house can't be sold. Right. Nobody wants to buy it. Right. That's the first thing I would do. Right. One of the, one of the first things I would right. do. So, yeah. I, and it's funny. I, I think I would, so I would probably pay off all my siblings' house. Except, yeah. for, except for my brother, I'd let him pick a house and you know move, let him move. Right. So, because he's in a bad neighborhood, my parents, of course, I'd move them to. But right. after that, you know, if if your house is paid for, and you don't have a, ha- a house payment, you can buy your own vehicles. Sorry, but y- you're on your own at that point. Yeah, but man, I'm if twenty seven million. I, I would take ten million and pocket it for myself, and I wouldn't touch it. I'd invest that right in in, in a low yield, so that even at five percent of ten million dollars, that's a lot of money a month. Five, six, ten thousand dollars a month. I, I know, I know. Right? 
So that being but said, I would set them up the first time. I wouldn't coddle them. It's your house. It's your car. And I'm not talking about no $1.5 million Lamborghini, whatever. Right. You know, get you a brand new, whatever your favorite car is, not your dream car. Right. Exactly. A $50,000 truck, truck. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm not buying boats and side-by-sides and, right. you know, this, that, and the other. I'm not doing right. all that. Right. I'm going to make you feel comfortable. And all you got to do is pay the taxes on your house. So you're going to have to continue to work. Well, see, the reason I was making the comment is... There was actually a guy, and I know we need to wrap up the show, but there was actually a guy who built a compound for his family. I mean, it's a millions of dollars worth of a house that had different sections, and you know, you had the main section where he lived, and he had the side section for this family, a side section for this, but they were all joining in some form or fashion, okay? So he spent all this money on his family, but he actually ran himself broke he ended end up selling the property and and he didn't have anything left he Dude, didn't manage his money well no he didn't but that's the whole thing you can't let no offense to family but you can't let them say i need this i need this i need this and it's like no you don't you well, want they do this say, yeah they don't even get a choice yeah you go to them and you go Pick out a house between this amount of money and this amount of money. And that's it. And if they come up to you and start asking for stuff, say, uh uh-uh. uh. The minute you ask me, it's not happening. I'm financially going to be responsible with this. This is how I'm going to do it, right or wrong or indifferent. It's my responsibility. This is how much I've allotted to be able so that all of us are comfortable for the rest of our lives. This is what you get. Well, and here's the whole thing. No offense to anyone, but if you buy somebody a house outright, that means for 30 years, they don't have a damn mortgage. Right. That's pretty comfortable, dude. That sets a lot of people in a good place to be. I mean, we're talking ten dollars to $50,000 a year they're saving. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, here's the deal. Somebody won the lottery. I don't know if they lived in Mount Bellevue or Baytown, but it's on 565. And they built five houses right. on 565. And they're they're not mansions by any stretch of the imaginations, but they're nice homes. 36, 36 to 4,800 square foot homes. Okay, they're, they're, just, they're just nice homes. Yeah, they're just nice homes. You know, right. probably when they built them, they were anywhere from a half a million to $750,000 homes. Right. And that's nothing now because if he sold them now, they'd be worth $3 million. Right. You know, that kind of Exactly. That's the way life's going. Yeah. yeah. There was a, one, of, one of the girls that I skied with for years. She was at the deal. She bought a house on a lake in Winter Haven for $375,000. She's got people offering her $1.8 million for it right now. Dang. She's okay. only owned it for three years. Nice. Okay. So guess what? She's selling. She's going to sell it. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. yeah, but is, oh. she needs to have another place to live first. Well, she already does. Oh, She's okay. dating Buddy Dave. Okay. But she's pretty much living there anyway. Yeah, there you go. So. Exactly. Okay, dude. Well, we, we uh, you know, besides the coughing, we'll cut that out. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Junior, hook us up, brother. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but no, we need to wrap this show up. So it was another good off the cuff. You know, I, I really enjoy these sometimes. I know 
not everybody likes that format, but it's really, it's kind of, it's, we're inviting you to our house. This is what's going on with our lives. It'll help you remember stories about your own life, you know, and just remember that. Just think about the nostalgic items, the, the, the moments that, you know, did you have one recently where, you know, something happened and it triggered a tear, you know, because or you're like, the past. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, that, that's, that's what it's all about. So, absolutely. Any last comments? Love you, brother. Love you too, man. That's Matt. what I got to say. Yep. That's what I got to say. And to our fans, keep following, keep listening.